welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've got a real cool guest sitting on our couch, came from across the city after we kind of wrapped a little bit on Instagram about some massage stuff, business ownership, nine to five we want to change your mind. Yeah. And I'll Mark, leave it at that. Mark's here to be bossy and tell people what I'm to do. I'm not being bossy. It's, it's not bossy. <laughs> I'm not bossy. Uh, we I'm had this conversation last night. we had this night. conversation last night. And, and you said bossy. to me, am I bossy? And I said, I don't know if bossy is the right word, but you get passionate no. when you have an idea about something. It's not bossy. And I'm open to hearing everyone's ideas. I just want to know why. Okay. <laughs> why we we talked about this the other day on the podcast very briefly, and I'm really I'm really into understanding why someone wants something. You know, it, he it, wants it, to know why people think the way they yes, do. Yes, yes, and yes. he wants to know why from everybody, so then he can look at I their whys and figure out how can we accomplish what you want based on your why in the best possible because, way. And me just hearing why you want what you want or why you're suggesting what you're suggesting mm-hmm. oftentimes is the the make or break of me going, yeah, that's cool. Or me saying, eh, okay, no, right? I'll hear it initially and then my gut is to be like, yeah or no. But then after I hear why, in other words, you're kind of selling it, but you're not selling it. You're just, you're just expressing yourself beyond that single one liner of let's try it like this. I'm like, well, okay, that's cool. But just tell me why you want to do it like this. And it makes anyway. perfect sense. But yeah, he he turned to me last night and he said, do you think I'm bossy? Because someone told and me I'm s- fucking bossy. And he was also joking. It's because when Mark gets on about something and he feels this is a really good idea and he's always got the best intentions to help people, he gets very passionate. So yeah, there's uh, myself and two other partners that work with him and we we do kind of like razz him every day and call him bossy because he I'm tells us all what play. to do. <laughs> I don't tell anyone what to do. Oh, boy. Now, hey. get on with the show. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, everyone. It's Amanda, the real boss around here. And we've got Sophie sitting on our couch today. She came from the West End of Toronto. She's the owner of Savon Massage. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, like Jane and Lawrence. Is that what Jane you said? And Jane and Lawrence. Right that, by the way, I don't know. Like you said, you've only listened to bits and pieces of our podcast. Jane and Lawrence is like a whole other country to me because I Why? know Scarborough. I grew up in Scarborough. It's the, the, west, west the West End, end of this of, city. Scarborough on the West End. I have no idea. Like I did a couple of contract jobs where I had to like drive through that part of the city. I, it, to me, it's like foreign. I have no idea where I am when I'm in that part of the city. I would get very easily lost. Not you, because you did a lot of mobile like it's, training no, and stuff. It's, You're it's really... not even why. It's because Toronto's on a fucking grid. And therefore, it's pretty well, easy, it's to, easy get. to get around. Do you know what I mean? If but I jump, I if like I jump on Lawrence <laughs> from the east end of Toronto, and I can stay on Lawrence, except for when it gets fucked up at Leslie, you know what I mean? But I can just go right across the city on Lawrence or on Shepherd or on Finch. It's, it works on a fucking grid. Lawrence so is actually my favorite. It's really hard to get my lost. Favorite road because I did have a couple of contract jobs in the west end of the city or even uh, in Mississauga and after 2 p.m. you don't take the 401 coming from the west end to the east end otherwise you're just sitting in traffic the entire time so I would always take Lawrence all the way across the city and it was it was beautiful there you go but it works on a grid so that's why I'm easy with it but then there's certain parts of the city that don't work on a grid so for example in the east end like Kingston Road does some weird shit like Danforth does some weird shit it goes from going east to west to suddenly going north a little bit I'm like what the fuck's going on you're in east to west streets stop fucking 
messing around. But it's anyway, true. Right. There's even a part of Scarborough that fucks me up like that. Yeah. Like Morningside and yeah. Lawrence. That's when I'm like, Lawrence. That's, yeah. when yeah. I need, that's when I need my old school compass. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, well, Sophie, thank you so much for traveling all the way to Scarborough. And on last minute, we actually had sort of a last minute cancellation today. And as Mark said, uh, him and Sophie were sort of chatting on Instagram. She reached out because she's been having a hell of a time like every other clinic and spa owner we know getting RMTs because y'all are in really high demand. So uh, her and Mark started talking and she was saying, you know, I, I don't know, man, I might be out of this entrepreneur thing. I might start looking for a nine to five. And right away, Mark was, no, <laughs> let's talk. Let me change your mind. No, I don't want to change your mind. <laughs> but sometimes you just need like someone to come along with a lighter yes. to, to, to bring it near and then let the fucking thing ignite on its own. Do you know what I mean? I'm just going to bring the lighter close to, okay. you know, that's what I'm looking to do. Yep. So we're going to chat today and see what's been going on at Sophie Spa and with staff and, you know, where she wants her career to go and see what kind of advice we might be able to offer. And so, yeah, basically we had this cancellation today and Mark said, hey, I was talking to this spa owner on Saturday night through Instagram. You want to invite her in? I was like, sure, let's do this. And I was supposed to get back and I, I, because we, I was teaching a double shot class and the double shot class is like, we've got people in class and then we've also got people on Zoom and blah, blah. And then by the time I leave, I'm just like, I'm out of it. I have no idea what happens. Yeah. So I apologize for not getting back to you right away. It's okay. It all worked out. It all worked out. Here we are. So I want to hear this story because you're not a, you're not a massage therapist. Absolutely not. All right. So talk to us about this. How did you get in? To this game of uh, spa ownership, yeah. can we can we actually back up full a little on. bit too? Yeah, let's, yeah. Do, let's do a full on introduction. Like um, you know, sort of your background and as Mark said, how you got into this, and a little bit about Savon Massage. Okay, yes, no yes. problem. Yeah. So, hi, Sophie. Um, definitely not an RMT. Definitely love getting massages. <laughs> and that's basically. Wait, you said definitely not an RMT. Definitely like, not an like, RMT. Like in, like, like in a way, like I, I would never want to be one. Like, I mean, even <laughs> when I was married, currently separated, but mm-hmm. like, you know, wants a massage. Five minutes in, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the life for me. <laughs> this is not the life for me. Like, I'll book you a massage, but I'm. I'm definitely not an RMT, um, but I love getting massages. So, so what's the professional designation then? Uh, what I went to school for is yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a child and youth worker. Hmm. Did that for 20 years. That's a jump. Yeah. Did uh, 20 years of, of child and youth worker, 10 years of fostering, uh, fostered around s- over 60 kids. In ten oh, years, you, you like. A, can we? Can we like, pause? Like there? God's child. Yeah, I was gonna eh? say. Can we pause there? I. <laughs> I don't want to swear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can swear. You can swear. <laughs> I, I do want to pause there because I've always wanted to ask somebody who's gotten into fostering, like, mm. what motivated you? How did you get into it? I just, I think it's such a an interesting thing to. I mean, it's a, an amazing thing to do. There's so many kids that need people like you. What motivated you to get into this? Um. I think at a very young age, I knew I wanted to work with kids. Um, In high school, I started working with kids with special needs. Honestly, like transparency, laziness. Um, I was in a course in my high school, pair helping. And one period, four days a week, we had to do a placement. And everybody else was going to like the little elementary schools to work with little kids and we had a special needs classroom in our school. And I was like, I'm not walking all the way to a school every day. <laughs> so I volunteered in the special needs classroom in our school and fell in love. So started with okay. autism. 
Um, and then it kind of transpired into working in residential group homes. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the challenge. I liked being able to have real conversations with kids instead of being in school settings and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's easier to reason with a kid in a living room on a couch, be like, you're fucking up your life. You get that, right? Right, right, right. Opposed to, you know, at school where it's a little bit more... Where you, you nearly need to mind what yes, you're doing. Yes, you know, we have to look over your actions and your behaviors, yeah. So definitely um, I gravitated towards residential and then fostering just kind of fell in my lap. Were you mainly fostering um, children with special needs or was it your, my home is open to anyone and everyone? So I was, I didn't do special needs fostering. I did have some kids with like, but I was in a designated special needs home. I took anybody. I took boys. I took girls. I didn't take babies or little kids. I would be that crazy one running down you know when they try to take the baby from me so i said let me take older kids that i can have these real conversations with because that's where i felt like it was more influential and i think also that it's an age that not a lot of people want to deal with i was gonna say i Mm -hmm. feel like that that's a great option for somebody like you who enjoyed really connecting with the kids and helping them to figure out you know life. what they need to do and figure out life yeah because there are a lot of people that they're like i want i want the little cute ones yeah, right it's course. like oh a 12 year old a 14 <laughs> fuck i don't uh, want to deal with that 14 shit. year old girls they're spicy <laughs> i don't even want to i have my own girls and i'm dreading when they're 14 right yeah <laughs> they're so spicy <laughs> but yeah so i got into that um I took boys, I took girls, I usually took teenagers. Any reservations about bringing youth into your home? So originally when I started, I was actually living in the agency's home. Okay. And so I moved in, the kids were already there. Right. But then it grew into like, I I ended up having my own house and they were living in my house. And um, I mean, you name it, I've had holes put in my walls. I've Mm. had kids peeing in my vents. Right. Um, You know, you kind of roll with the punches it all comes from somewhere mm-hmm. and so i mean as i said i had a lot of kids live with me because my turnover shit you god's child man <laughs> no 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 <laughs> trust me if you had some of them here they might be like ah sophie yeah, she's but, crazy but, but, uh, but crazy sophie is doing work that that is important yeah that is needed and that not a lot of people would ever even think about doing yeah, it's important stuff. You yeah. God's child. No, any anything that's really worth doing is going to be difficult and challenging, though, right? Like nothing, nothing just comes easy. Um, but yeah, I can imagine. I I also worked with special needs kids for like six years, and you know, I've been punched in the face. I've had my hair pulled. I've been spit at. I've yeah. had my glasses taken off my face and broken over somebody's knee. You know, yeah. all the things. Um, but I got to go home at the end of the day, and you know, you were. The, 24 hours person like you said you weren't designated special needs yeah. but if you're working with youth who are in foster homes i'm sure you also dealt with a lot of different types of behaviors different of personalities course. that's it all comes with the job um you have your own children as I well do. right I do. did you ever have foster children living with you since becoming a mom as well so like when i started fostering i was about maybe 25 years old mm-hmm. um so my then husband married into it and my kids were born into it. So like I had my foster kids before having my biological kids. Right. And stuff. So um, I say and stuff a lot. I realize that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so my kids were born into it. Um, Right now with my kids at their age, uh, you know, I would have more reservations. But at that time, the kids that the foster children that were living with me had already been with me for years prior to my kids being born. Right. And I mean, I just had my own ways of coping dealing you know we kept baby monitors in the kids room even though they were past the age of needing them just you know you do things to be cautious and 
expensive. Very, very interesting. Sorry, we kind of cut you off. Yeah, that, that's, that's no problem. That's an interesting tangent <laughs> there. How the fuck do you go from this to like spa owner? So um, back in 2015, we decided to change uh, life path. Yeah. And so, as I said earlier, um, for me, I think for life, if you get figure out how to get paid for what you love, then yeah. you're pretty much happy all the time. And so I was just like, what do I love? And I love getting massages. You don't have to answer this at all, but what spawns wanting a life change? <sighs> um, a couple different things. Um, one, my kids were getting older and the concern of how to cope with keeping everybody safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, two, being burnt out. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. Um, a lot of kids had come through my house, mm-hmm. um, a lot of challenges and, um, you know, just being able to, because at that point I had four foster kids and two biological kid, biological kids. Mm-hmm. And so, so I had six kids and I was tired. Mm-hmm. My kids are also back to back. They're 12 months apart. Oh, wow. So I had... I'm tired for you. I have I have only two kids in my house, and sometimes it feels like six. Exactly. And you legit had six kids in your house, so it must have felt like fourteen sometimes. Yeah. Also, life changing as well is that uh, one of the foster kids made an allegation against my ex. Oh. oh. And I chose him. Right, right, right. And I walked away from the career. So it was a couple different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, still in contact with a good chunk of the kids that have lived with me over the years. Mm-hmm. I try to still be that positive person for them. Um, everybody needs somebody. And so I like to be that somebody. Right. Yeah. Gotcha, child. <laughs> so, and then that's what brought me into fostering. I mean, oh, massage. Yeah, massage. Into so. massage. So you just one day say, I'm going to open a spa. Didn't happen like that. <laughs> Didn't happen like that. When I got out of the fostering, I actually first got a job in a spa. Okay. Um, who connected me with that? I can't remember how, but it was a spa, laser hair removal. Gotcha. Out in Brampton. Um, I was there just as the like in the front reception area, just trying to get a feel of the environment. Um, I don't do great working for people. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that one. Yeah, I get it. So manager feels like I'm, you know. I just I have ideas and I have thoughts and I like to share my ideas and I like to share my thoughts. But I guess sometimes it comes across as like I'm trying to take a bossy, bossy, not bossy. (laughs) I wouldn't say bossy. Thank you. Thank you. I wouldn't say bossy either. You are passionate when you have an idea. (laughs) I like to share my ideas with the world. Um, So I started off doing that and. I liked the environment. Like people typically are happy. They're, you know, in good space. You know, it's not like negative vibes. So I was just like, yeah, I like this manager. Yeah, she didn't like me so much. So I ended up doing a couple of temp jobs. I just didn't know what I wanted to do at that time. My mm, life kind of. Why, why did the manager not like you so much? Because I had all these ideas and thoughts and like, why don't we do this? And look, I've changed your See, system. To me, and- this, this, seems like a, this seems like a great employee. We've right? spoken this about like this awesome before. You're, you, we're not, you're not getting paid any extra to come up with ideas or ways that, that, that systems can run you know, more efficiently. If that's something you feel. Just ide- I would love to have someone yep. that's, that just throws ideas constantly. You would love that though because you're also confident you're very self-aware and you don't care who gets credit for no. shit you know you just want things, things done and you want things done no one cares well. who gets the credit and this is the problem and we've spoken about this before with a you know the difference between a 
good man, a, a shitty manager, a good manager, a great manager. A great manager wants a very cohesive team. A great manager wants their team to be happy and yeah. efficient and productive. And the way that happens is you are not the dictator yeah, running the exactly. whole show. Yeah. You're supposed to be listening to the people who are working on the ground. So if your front desk staff is saying, this could go smoother if we tried this and your initial reaction is, eh, stop, stop trying to change shit. That's a problem. This is why we it doesn't even make sense it. to me. If you are the person that is doing the job and you're finding ways to make the job be easier on you, more efficient overall, and therefore the whole thing increases productivity, then this is a good thing. Like this is something I want to listen to. Why would I not want to listen to the foot soldier that's saying, this is a way that we can make this whole thing run better. And this is how I can make myself more efficient in my job. And if I can be more efficient, then I can do more. Like this is a this is a good thing. For someone humans to just blindly general, go shoot that down. That humans don't make in sense. general don't like to be told when they're doing something wrong humans in general don't respond well to criticism and that's something i think people need to really really evaluate in themselves like check your ego a little bit and understand when it's it's i don't even like the word criticism like constructive criticism when somebody is offering you a solution i think it really shows a high level of character and again a good ability to to manage a team if you can say huh I never thought about that. Let's talk about that. And you know what? Maybe Sophie's idea wasn't the best, but at least it could spark a discussion. Exactly. And the two of you could work together and try to figure out how can we improve this? It, it also could have been laziness. Like maybe that manager was like, oh, okay, you've got all these ideas, but who is going to have to put the time and effort to get it all done? Could be laziness. It's ego. It's laziness. It could be all, any of these Do things. Do you know which one of the, uh, like are we just shooting in the dark here? <laughs> I think that- we honest, gotta, You yeah, probably have no, the answer I'm to this. to the story. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> How does it end? <laughs> um, but no, I think it was just that she didn't want to have to, she didn't want to have to do more. Mm. Right. And so anything, like, it's like the mentality of if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. And so you can't make people see your growth or your, the, your vision. And so hence why you eventually start your own business, because then nobody can stop your growth and your vision. So, um yeah, so that's where I started was working in that spa. And then from there, I it was a temp job. She didn't really like me. I could feel that. So I went on to something else. I did. A you seem delightful with all these people not liking you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. But um, I mean, I don't think it's a personality necessarily thing. And sometimes people are just you're, they're triggered by you. It might have nothing mm. to do with me. Um, but I found that. I was doing a couple of different temp jobs, just trying to figure out wh what my next steps were. I knew that I liked the whole spa massage feel, but didn't know how to get in, especially because it wasn't my experience. Right. Uh, another temp position landed me at a chiropractic office doing the same thing, reception, front desk. And he didn't hate my ideas and thoughts. He didn't shut them down. I mean, it took some convincing because he was definitely, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But um, when I walked in there in, what was it, 2000, I think 16, he didn't have a point of sale machine. Um, he didn't have internet. Um, he's old school. Cairo. That is old school. Very, very old school. Amazing personality. He uses a phone book. Yes, he does. <laughs> doesn't own a cell phone. Yeah. Like, Why doesn't did believe. Bell not I, send me the I imagine phone book like a, an actual Rolodex on <laughs> his desk. <laughs> he does have one. 
Amazing. Yeah, doesn't believe in microwaves. Anyways, but he, uh, amazing chiropractor, um, and I was his receptionist, and you know, I would be like, here, here's a quote for Rogers. Maybe we should get internet. Here's a quote from Bell. Maybe we should get internet. Here's a quote from Shaw. Let's get internet. So you took the initiative to do the research and show him maybe this wouldn't be so bad for you. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't hate it. That's good. And he saw the potential of the growth in his business. And so my ideas weren't immediately shut down. And so one day I said to him, hey, why don't you hire a massage therapist and have massage here? You have the space for it. And he was like, ah, I don't want to take on the extra work and blah, blah, blah. And so one day during one of his treatments, he was treating me. I was like, well, why don't you rent me the room and I'll find a massage therapist? And he was like, okay. Mm. And that's basically where it started Interesting. That is an interesting take on, <laughs> on that whole thing. That I wasn't expecting that I was happen. not expecting that. It Two things I, I wanted to say. One, when she did the impression of the chiropractor, I don't want to take on the extra work. Not going to lie. As much as you said you would love that, I've I, I actually feel like that reminded me of you a little bit, Mark, well, where there's some times where you're like, first you can all, be the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it all, guy. First of all. <laughs> I don't want to take on the extra work. I already do a lot of work. You do this too much work. This motherfucker didn't even have internet. He ain't, doing a, he ain't doing a lot of work, all right? I was literally hotspotting my cell phone to his computer to like give information. Like clients were asking about information about their bodies and stuff. And I'm just like, let me hotspot my phone. Like, Oh my goodness. That's what it was. So. But that that is really interesting. And you know what? It reminds me of, this is so like off base, but it's... I love that, that you had this idea, okay, he wasn't for it because of the work, not because he hated the idea. It was, I don't really want to do the work. Way back, like I'm talking, I was in elementary school and my best friend in elementary school had moved away to another school. And I was so sad because now she's gone. So she was going to come stay with me for a weekend. And so she arrived on Friday afternoon. And um, I mean, she probably shouldn't have been allowed to just like travel through the city by herself like she was, but she arrived at the school. I was still in school and we were going on a trip that afternoon. We were going skating. And so my mom at the time was a parent volunteer at the school. And so my mom said, well, maybe she could just come with your class to the skating trip. You guys can skate together. I'll come pick you guys up after school. And so, of course, I present this idea to the teacher and she said, I am not going to be responsible for this child who's not in my class. Now, as an adult, I understand. Fair enough, right? But my mom and I were like, well, we got to figure out a way. So we like go and ask another one of the teachers that's coming along to help supervise the trip. We're like, can you be the guardian for this person to come to the skating trip? She says yes. And I was like, great, we did it. We figured it out. We're, you know, my teacher doesn't have to be responsible. Now my friend can come on the skating trip. You just gave me a whole (laughs) idea on a whole career path for massage therapists. Okay. Like, it's insane. Like, why can't you be an RMT headhunter? Yeah. Not even just you place people. It's like you will physically rent the spaces and then you will pop you. Then you'll find the you'll find the RMTs for it because there's a bunch of clinics and stuff that are like room for rent, room for rent, room for rent, room for rent. And then you could just go in there, do the room for rent, rent the space and then you headhunt and and drop RMTs in there. If it was so easy to find RMTs. I understand. But I just mean like this is this is something that that is a good idea. But not even just RMT headhunter though. The whole point is you go rent the space. You the one to do all that and then bang you just place everybody right versus just uh connecting an rmt with a with a clinic you get proactive and you fuck okay but yes finding rmts can be difficult but <laughs> we'll get there anyway so what what when you said to him let me rent yeah. the room how did this go and i will yeah. find the therapist yeah let's go and on he from said there. okay and so from there i was like okay 
And so I just went to town on it. I, so when, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. When you, because I'm getting excited. Go when ahead. You, when you rent the room, then are you looking for an RMT to kind of, to kind of sublet from you and then you make a profit off of that? Or are you looking for an RMT that you'll do a split on? Like how do, how are you doing that? How does so this So I just started my research from there. Okay. That was my starting point. Yeah. Uh, one of his clients was an RMT. Yeah. And so she like coached me. She gave me some information, some of her connections. Um, and I think it was a client who knew an RMT. So I had started off with one RMT. I still I still have just one room. Right, right. That's not true. Let's just go back to where I was. Okay. Okay. So I just I decided to do a split. Okay. They do a split. They do get a cut. I get a cut. Right. And then I cover the rent and everything out of my cut. Mm-hmm. Honestly, from the get go, my plan was just to keep all of my costs low. If right. I keep everything low, then this business can work. Um, and the chiropractor, he um. He's really amazing. And so he was actually giving me the room. I don't know if I should say this, but he was giving it to me that I was paying just per day. So if I didn't use the room, realistically, what happens was a little bit backstory. The rooms that I currently have right now, there was a storage room. Like he just had. And it was was empty space. It was just it was filled of like there's typewriters in there and stereo. So that's why he was able to do that, because ultimately he wasn't losing. He was only going to benefit. He was only going to benefit from it. Right. So I had cleared out the room for him to use it and he wasn't using it. So then I jumped in and was like, hey, like I can use I can use it. So um, I did a split. I kept all my costs low, fixed up the room, you know, put a table in there, painted, throw some music in there. And I started to look for RMTs. This is like an ongoing battle. The first RMT I had was somebody, a friend of a friend. The distance was too far for her to travel, you know, understandably. The second RMT I had found on Indeed. Mm. (sighs) I can't do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, it just ended up with a lot of... I've got so many fucking ideas floating through my head. Okay, I I have them too, but like, we'll get there. Okay, okay, okay. So Indeed is where I was just finding a lot of weirdos. Like, you know, yeah, I'm an RMT, but I'm not registered. Yeah, I'm an RMT, but I'm like... (laughs) You know what what the R and RMT stands (laughs) for? (laughs) (laughs) I'm an RMT, but I'm like not in good standing with this insurance company. You're dude with some lotion is what you are. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I just, I mean... I got one from there. He was amazing. But then one day it was just like, I have a family emergency and then never came back. And I was like, what? So, um, and then I have my current massage therapist who's been with me for five years now, uh, Rose, and she's been amazing. Uh, She's grown. Our business has grown. Uh, We now have two massage rooms. I have another massage therapist that comes in more of on a part-time. She does mobile and we do like more of events and stuff together. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I have the second room that I would love to have occupied because I have these big dreams and to find an RMT is like the hardest thing in the world. Everybody seems to be doing their own thing. Yeah. Before Mark, cause Mark's got a billion ideas. I see like the wheels spinning right now and it's fun when he gets going. None of them are, are any good. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, then I don't feel so bad about going no, first. Don't, don't, I just want to know. Um, we had some clinic owners in here um, a couple months ago, and they were having a similar issue where they were finding it difficult to find RMTs to come work in their clinic. What do you feel? I mean, it's just your thoughts on this. What do you feel is the biggest challenge? Why is it so difficult for places to find RMTs right now? It's not like there's a shortage of us. We're yeah, everywhere. That's it. Like, I don't know where I don't know where they're going. Um, I mean, I know that a lot of people will go to like the bigger clinics, you know, hand in stone or the massage addicts, I assume, um, because it they I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I feel that a lot of a lot of RMTs want to be independent. They look at the the bigger picture of they can make 100 percent. And so. Mm-hmm why not just do a hundred percent? So that's the only other thing that I can wrap it up to because they don't have to work. I mean, I do find that RMTs kind of have a bougie about them. They don't have to work for nobody. You can't tell me nothing. Um, that's exactly my attitude. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bougie. <laughs> Jeez. But I mean, realistically, they can, like, I mean, you guys can be your own entity. Like, you don't need me. We can be. And again, we've had this discussion as well. I think that RMTs need to really figure out who they are and and where they really fit in this business, right? I think like a lot of us go to school with this idea that we're going to be self-employed, we're going to be self-employed, we're going to be self-employed. We're not all meant to be self-employed. That's correct. And the thing is running a business isn't all fucking glamour. And but you also, recognize that once you start doing it. Also, right? when you're in school, the majority of the time, you know, you're sitting there in that business class or you're there with the instructors that have their own clinics or whatever, whatever. So it almost, and someone said this on our couch, that it almost feels like in school, you get planted, the seed gets planted in your head. You make it when you have your own thing, right? Versus yeah. going to work for, for somebody, somebody else. Like that's really the where you want to be, owning your own thing. I think that that it comes from that from right from school. Yeah, I and like. I think these days, I think you're a little bit right, Sophie, in that a lot of people, if they're going to work for somebody, they're going to the hand and so is the massage addict because what they're thinking is these are places that are busy 100% of the time that I have to do nothing. They will fill my schedule. I can get the experience and I can then work on my own thing on the side because mm-hmm. yep. as you said, everyone wants to do their own thing. Yep. They don't look at these more independent clinics and spas as a stepping stone or as a tool, even though that could be the key for them is to actually like, for example, when you're working at a massage addict, do you really get the opportunity to learn the business side? You don't. Right. But if, if, if being a business owner is what you want, working with a smaller company where there's, you know, four staff. Exactly. That's so this that's is a good idea. This is what an RMT in my mind wants to hear when they're looking for a job. I want to know if there's a split. I want to know what the split percentage is. I also know I want to know without having to go research. I want to know what you charge so I know what I'm going to be making and And I want to know how busy I'm actually going to be. In other words, we are going to guarantee you 25 hours of massage therapy per week. Then I'm like, okay, I know what I'm getting into here. Versus you see an ad, 60-40 split, 60 to the RMT, looking for full-time work, um, busy clinic. Busy clinic don't mean nothing to me. And then I got to go figure out what you charge and blah, blah, blah. Versus you saying, hey, this is a 60-40 split, 60 to the RMT, 40 for us, this is what 
what we charge. We charge $110 for per hour for massage therapy treatment. That's not including HST. You can walk into the space right now. We provide this, 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 this. And if you walk in today and you start working today, you will end up having a minimum of 20 clients per week for one hour treatment. I find that That hard. information I find that last piece yes. difficult. And I've heard other clinic owners talk about it. And I have to agree a little bit because... I'd, can you really guarantee somebody twenty clients a week? What if no. they fucking suck? Yeah, <laughs> time out. You, well, time it. out. You can and you you can and you can't. If I'm a clinic and and say I just had an RMT leave and there's a full fucking caseload, right? Right. There's there's an opportunity to say like we can we can make sure there's that an your, opportunity. your first yeah. week you're gonna have twenty five fucking people come in here. Now whether they all hang out with you is a whole other story. Right. But your first week here, we already have you pre booked. That would be the ultimate. You're pre booked that week. Can I say something? But yeah. Okay, but this is what I'm telling you guys about RMTs. No other person looking for a job would say, listen, if you want to hire me, you need to have this, 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 and right, this, right, and right. this, and this. Absolutely. And that's what I'm Absolutely. saying is, I'm telling you right out of school, right. RMTs are like, if you want me to work for you, this is what you need to present I me with. totally get and it. And so it's definitely like, there's if you're looking, if I'm a cashier looking for a cashier job, if I'm an administrative, I'm telling you, RMTs come in with a whole different mentality because we're definitely we're day, definitely conditioned to do that yes. you don't and need me because well because again and it depends on the the um the business setup so for example if i'm going into a place like a massage addict or a clinic that i'm going to be an employee sure i'm trying to impress the hell out of you because you're going to be my employer yes. if i'm going to be going into a business business relation business to business relationship where i'm either renting or i'm a subcontractor you know i want to be able to sort of show up with some level of authority of yes. that we're going to negotiate something that is mutually beneficial. But I think that some therapists are misinterpreting that. And that's where this bouginess is coming <laughs> from as you need me but, more yes. than I but need you. But then we also have to <laughs> redefine this because massage therapists throw themselves into one of two categories, an employee or an independent contractor. When really at the end of the day, most massage therapists are actually working as dependent contractors. Yes. Yes. And therefore th maybe the interview or whatever the case needs to be brought up like this is actually not an independent you're looking to be an independent contractor you're looking not to be an employee which I understand but this is my but, but, spa but at the end of the day <laughs> you're you're not walking in here as a as a full on business to business relationship your business is dependent on me yep. and my mm. business is dependent, dependent on, on you. you this is a this is a dependent contractor position not an independent and therefore the language probably That's, changes yeah that is different I think that's something that again our RMTs need to evaluate where they fit in this profession like are you truly an entrepreneur do you really want to have this independence or do you want a place where you can show up and have 25 clients a week and I think yeah the the demanding to be busy is interesting to me because that I mean I I've been a therapist for uh, you know over 11 years now and I know that I didn't walk into clinics saying how many clients are you going to guarantee me right it was more like I wanted to know, I wanted to get the feel of the clinic, how busy it is, what are the, you know, what are the type of clients here, yeah. the therapist that, you know, I'm going to be replacing, how busy was she, you know, I was told right off the bat, she sees about 26 clients a week, I was like, that sounds fantastic, and in me, there was this idea that, okay, I need to figure out a way to maintain that level of busyness, right, yes. I need to, I need to make sure that I have a presence here, that I'm meeting the clients, that they get to know me, like, I had 
the work ethic. And whereas a lot of clinic owners are now saying what you're saying that RMTs are coming in because they know there's so many clinics and spas looking for them. They're walking in with this attitude. Well, I want to figure and and I'm not even necessarily saying it's wrong. I'm saying for clinic owners, this fucking sucks yeah. because we're walking in with our bougie attitude saying, <laughs> how busy are you going to get me? And you know, there's a lot of therapists who truly believe it is 100% up to the clinic to fill my schedule. Again, that ma- that goes with what the business model is, yeah. right? Are you the spa that's saying, I'm going to do all the advertising, I'm going to bring the clients, you just have to show up and work? Or are you looking for somebody who's going to really build a business within your business, right? Like those are very, very different things. And I wanted to say one last thing that I'm going to shut up. When you talked about, um, a- again, um, how many clients are you kind of yes. guaranteeing me? Yes. I think there's a difference too, whether you're working on like a split situation where the clinic or spot owner really has a vested interest in how busy you are versus a rent. Okay. I think if you're an RMT and you're walking into a space where you're either renting per day or per week or per month or whatever it is, you then you should know that a huge onus of being busy is on you. It is, like, it's all on it's, you. It's, it has nothing You're to renting. do with it's it. It's all on you in my but mind. But there are still pl- people who tell me who own clinics and spas that? that even their renters <laughs> expect that, well, why isn't there traffic coming through here? You know, there's a chiropractor here. Why aren't they referring me people? It's not the Cairo's job to refer no. you people. You know what? When 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 If I buy my commercial unit, I don't expect anyone to come in and vacuum my space. When I'm renting a commercial unit, I expect the guy to come in and vacuum my space. It's a point of contention because he never vacuums our space. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm renting as a massage therapist. I'm not expecting you to make my my clinic my my room busy. This is my job to make my room busy. I'm I'm I've got I'm on a split. She has her that might up. be a, that might be a little different. But anyway, so it's just a couple of quick things. You yeah, guys are very entertaining. By the way, I don't even need to say anything. I can just watch <laughs> you guys. Um, a couple a couple quick things. Um, one, I mean these RMTs are definitely like. And and granted, there are some amazing ones, but mm-hmm. sometimes they're coming in with not even that great skills. Like, I mean, just because you're an RMT doesn't make you, ooh, is that wrong to say? No, you can say anything wrong. Doesn't make you amazing. Like, cool. I've had massages that have not been amazing to you. Amazing to me. Mm. There we go. However, but I mean, even keeping busy, for example, this is a conversation that my, my RMT and I currently recently had. Right. You as an RMT saying to the client, like rebooking clients, as yes. much as, yes, I'm the the clinic owner, they listen to y'all more than they listen to me. That's Which is how should. it should be. How yeah. it should be. Yeah. But then like keeping the busyness and everything yeah. like that, yeah. even though it's a split, it's still both of us. Like even though you just want to come in and do your massage and be on your way. Like, I mean, we still have to play our parts, even if you're not. Because you making those, you telling the clients to come back in again is what keeps us busy as well. You're the regulated healthcare professional. The clients are going to listen to your recommendation. Yes. So if you're letting them walk out and then you're getting pissed at Sophie for not being busy, <laughs> That's well, just, you, you're saying all that right at that point. You're not doing your job. Your job isn't just to treat. Your job is to create treatment plans and the college will even tell you that. So yes. I, 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 I see everything from all sides yeah. and there's no fucking right. There's no, no. fucking wrong. It's Agreed. all about finding the proper match, right? Yep, yep. And then and then, and then then the steps taken to, to 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 ease that transition of finding that proper match. So how do we find a proper match? Well, let's hear exactly what you're looking for. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, the pressure's on. I didn't yeah. Well, that we know we don't want anyone bougie. <laughs> I just can't stop saying <laughs> that. So tell good. me, tell me what, tell, tell me what you're looking for. In, Honestly, in an well, I mean, when I sent this message to you, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm finished. You know, I did it. Yeah. Going at it for like what six years now. Yeah. You know, dust off my 
put them up on the I was done I'm finished like right. I, I want a nine to five I want something where somebody tells me what to do every day you know hey Sophie this is your job for today do this and we'll pay you and I'll do it and I'll get paid and, and then three months later you'll be telling them to shove it yeah I, I got an idea can we do this they'll be like <laughs> no I didn't hire you to have ideas <laughs> and then you'll be like goes through what I'm, you're going through every few months and he'll turn everything. to me and say that's it I'm ready to pack it in I don't want to be the education guy I don't want to be the podcast I just want to I just want to go get a job yeah and I say to him you want to do that right now in like three weeks literally you're going to be saying I fucking hate this I don't want to work for somebody mm. sorry guys you two are the same it can't be done so what are you looking for in an RMT can I guess? Can I guess? So is is there a clientele waiting for a massage therapist at your place right now? So right now, I mean, I would have to, it would have to be a built clientele. Everybody is faithful to my right. current RMT. Okay. Perfect. Nobody wants to leave her. Even like she's currently right now in the Dominican Republic having a great time. And even when I get RMTs to come in, everybody's like, oh, it's okay. We'll wait till she... She comes back. She has a faithful following of of clients, cool. okay. but it's not impossible to build. All right. Um, so we're looking for someone that's willing to come in and, and do the legwork. They don't have to do the legwork. They, they just they have. Gotta... I just need honestly. I just need consistency. Okay. I need somebody that can give me a consistent. If I had a consistent day that I could fill, then it would just take me filling Perfect. that day. So you are looking to find someone that will consistently come in, do the work. Also help out. Also recognize like this is not just me. This is just not a me scenario. This is an us scenario. I mean, I think I'm going to help you out as much as you can, as much as I can. Yeah. And but you got to also pull your own weight on something like this. So, I mean, we definitely have a family setting at my clinic. Cool. I did that. Um, So my RMT, if there's somebody that needs to a massage, but her son needs to be picked up from school, I'll go get him. You're making us money. I'm sitting here. I'll grab your son. You continue massage. Can we work vibe. together? Can you go pick up? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, vibe, I I'll like be. I'll tell you honestly. My clients. I drive my clients that don't drive. I drive them home. I charge cell phones while you're getting massages. I watch babies. I love watching babies, mm. and also because I'm a child and youth worker background. That's right. I watch uh, clients' kids while they get massages. I have one boy that's been coming since he was four years old. He is now eight years old, not eight, turning nine years old. So, um, and I get to smell people's babies and then give them back. So I definitely um it's a family vibe uh making connections is what makes i mean our clients are faithful clients they've been with us for years so you have the track record so i mean somebody coming in yes it would be sort of it would be building a business it might start out a little slower but again i mean maybe it's because of the way i started i expected that i didn't expect to walk in and you know just bam i'm i'm a busy therapist i expected there's there's some building time but you have the track track record you've done it before you took a storage space in a chiropractor's office and said i'm going to build a clinic for a massage therapist and now 6 years later your therapist is so so busy and has such a loyal following she can't even take a vacation yeah so i mean this is the stuff that i think again you got to find the right person who understands that it takes time if you want to build this loyal following where in six years you you can't even take on new patients you're so busy 
you might have to start with, be, you know, maybe only seeing three people a day. Oh, and then suddenly it's five people a day. Then suddenly you're adding another day. And then before you know it, you're like, I have to drop all my other jobs and work at Sophie's place because. And that's what happened with the current massage therapist when she was with me. She was working a couple of days other places and it just it kept getting busier and busier. And so now she vacations very often. I'm happy for her. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, so I, as I said, I, I, I had a, an idea, a thought that I've tinkled with for a while. But if these massage therapists want to be independent, I, I, I think maybe two years ago, I went into um, one of my clients, somebody got a massage, his wife was, it was a couple's massage that I coordinated. And his wife was a teacher, a professor at a college. And she teaches massage therapists, not a massage therapist, but just a, I think she's a business teacher. And so she asked if I could come in and speak to the class. And I realized that, I mean, I don't know what massage therapists learn in school, but there are certain aspects that I find are not covered. Um, they don't know a lot about the billing and the insurance stuff, doing those kind of things. Um, I don't know if it's, and, and it's just kind of a learning process, I think, for everybody to figure out. But my thought was like, if you want to be independent, if you want to be doing all these things on your own, then I mean, I've done this. I know how to do this. I can do this in my sleep. Um, I currently have massage therapists that will every so often, you know, reach out, hey, I'm having problems with this. I or how do you do that? I have such a good idea for you. And I, I, if, if I thought of this when we had those two clinic owners on the couch, I would have told them. Because the problem is people are just one, where am I posting this and is wherever I'm posting it saturated? That's, that's the biggest problem. And on top of that, sitting here with you makes me want to work with you. So, cause you're, you're, you're a fucking energy beast, right? And a lot of people, a lot of people are. And I think when someone is physically with you, it's infectious and it's easy to be like, yeah, I want to come check out your space. I'm a, I want you to hold a networking event for RMTs. I want you to create a networking event specific for RMTs. And you'll have a whole bunch of people come out. You'll have people that own their own clinics. You'll have people that work in clinics. You'll have people that are looking. And it's just for you to meet a whole bunch of people. Because the internet ain't going to give it to you. It hasn't given it to you so far. You need them face to face. And we need something. Looks like the old school chiropractor exactly. had, was on to something. You, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you, you, I, want you to, I want you to come up with some sort of creative networking event that would draw in a lot of RMTs. Okay. And you can fucking work the room. Right? Can I add to your idea? Because I yeah. fucking love it. On top of that, let's combine Sophie's next business venture with that. Aside from offering RMTs a place to work, you offer them some sort of mentoring or coaching exactly. to get their business going, right? Because you, exactly. were, you were already going to do that, but bring them in to work for you yeah. and I don't coach even, them. So right now, so that's so Saturday night, right after I messaged you, yeah. did a little, had a little session <laughs> and the ideas just started flowing. And I was just like, I can do this. I can teach RMTs how to be independent. You want to be independent, I'll coach you. I'll give you all the insights. I'll give you websites 101 or websites for dummy. We can call it whatever. I'll give you social media and marketing. I'll give you Google business setup. I will give you all of the direct billing. I've already had it. We'll have information sessions. I'll have them at my location. If you are struggling with Sun Life, if you're struggling you, with these other things. Do you want to get paid for this? Yes. Okay. Okay. 
what if what if the what if your your now new business model for RMTs mm-hmm. is this is a three month program. It is a practical work program where you work X amount of hours in the clinic doing massage therapy, and then you spend X amount of hours per week for me, and I show you how to run a business. And in three months, you're gone. And then boom, we got the next person in or the next couple people in. So basically, you're saying you can have a whole program that someone's going to learn on the job how to run the business and you are working there at the same time. It's a fabulous. It's a win-win. See, I don't even want to do the working there anymore because I've given up on RMTs. I'm sorry. I love you guys. But I I just... I don't feel like she loves us. (laughs) I do. You guys make me feel so good on the outside. Just not so much on the (laughs) inside. Touch my body. Don't work. Don't be around me for money. You help my physical health. Mentally, you drive me nuts. A little bit. But so what my thought was is that I would do like a lump sum where I would charge this much and I would get you set up. So how I have my business right now is for you to like for me to hire somebody to do my billing or my booking. It's literally give me your computer and I log in on my Google and Mm. I have everything set up. Everything's at a drop of a a dime. I'll set up your Sun Life, your Telus, your Provider Connect, your Blue Cross, all of them. I'll set you up with all of those. You let me know what you want to be doing your billing, your insurance with. I'll get you all set up. It's a four to six week program. I'll give you two weeks for free where you can troubleshoot shoot with me, call me, text me, and I'll help you. You want continual help? I'll give you a low cost. You have access. I have information sessions. I will connect you with other RMTs if you're mobile and you need to find another uh, mobile RMT to to couple with. Like I will be your I would, resource. I would keep all that, but I would have the work thing too. I would be like, this is how much it costs flat out for this program. However, if you want to and you can't afford this flat out, you can come and work here on this split. And then this is actually what you're going to pay for this. And then, and then and this then is how we, long it runs for. Yeah. Right? So you can keep Savon Massage going. Yeah. And, you know, poor Rose can take more vacations <laughs> because she's not the only it's therapist. Not, poor Rose. Rose can go on. She's gone on vacations like four <laughs> times in one it's year. A, it's she's, not it's, poor it's Rose. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like you become the practical yeah. school for the massage therapist that on wants the to run side. their own clinic. Yeah. You yeah. become that practical school. Yeah. What the fuck? That's fucking brilliant. Good idea, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> so glad you thought about it. Well, you're going to do it. <laughs> Not not me. You're gonna do it. Yeah. She's like, I wanted a nine to five and mm-hmm. you just put more work in my Yeah, you're just foot. giving me more things to do. It, well someone a, do it. And it when is, you do, no. just let me know and I want ten percent. Okay. that's time (laughs) yeah the idea costs something come on (laughs) but it's honestly as i said it i think the whole if they want to be independent then i'll help you be independent be independent yeah so because i mean i get the fact but i mean a lot of them are going into it and they're not they don't understand the the business side of it you have to be posting regularly like you know you can't be an rmt expecting to build clientele and you're posting once a month twice Mm -hmm. a month like there's aspects of it that um and and the billing aspect like you have to be on top of these things there's certain aspects that you know as much as you want the clientele to come there's the legwork you have to do Together yeah, well. there's a lot of things, even like using practice management software, like all that kind of stuff, that's that, it. you know, yeah. understanding how to do proper accounting. And if you're going to use accounting software and keeping track of shit and your HST, like there's that's so it. many yep. factors of running a business that RMTs who work in a busy clinic, they're like, they have no idea yeah. about what's going on behind the, the scenes, scenes and all the work that's happening. So yeah, I think this, this could be really good for therapists who want to be independent. 
you can help them get there. And, you know, you can use Mark's idea of also having them work for you. <laughs> I have a couple I have a couple add-ons that I yeah. am throwing into that as well. Yeah. So with that concept of like I can get you all set up. I can even offer you a monthly, like if you want to be a member, then monthly. Monthly This is my hours. I can help you. I can coach you. I can answer your questions. Uh, An add-on would be if you want somebody to do your direct billing for you. Mm. Once I set you up, you can still be independent and we will come up with a way that I will just do- Virtual assistant. Just a virtual virtual assistant assistant for RMTs. You need somebody to answer your calls because while you're massaging, you can't answer your calls. Guess what? I can. And so that's why I don't miss- business i have rmts that i send business to if i'm booked i send them to the rmt up the street from me i think the other day i looked in my phone i've sent over over a hundred clients to her just because if i can't take them i really hope that she's appreciative of that she doesn't charge me for me getting massages oh Oh, there you go see (laughs) getting something out of that right (laughs) mutually beneficial is the only way that any kind of relationship works business or otherwise yeah for sure it can't be one way yeah So, but those are other services that I was, because I mean, as much as, you know, RMTs can do it all, they can't do it all. Like it's tiring at the end of the day of massaging. I don't know how somebody wants to go home and have to do billing and sheets, washing your own. I don't want to. Who wants to do that? Nobody. I hate all those yeah, things. Yeah, I feel like RMTs just end up, like, they just, they're, they're in love with the idea of working for themselves and making 100% of whatever they charge. But then when it comes down to, like, oh, fuck, I fucking didn't think about all this, right? It's a lot. So, did I really want to run my own business? Probably there's, not. There's I just a lot wanted of to make more money, is what I really wanted. I will say, I know a therapist who, um, like, she was trying to she's trying to build back up a practice right and so she was going to do some mobile stuff and then was presented with the opportunity to actually be able to rent a room in a space that came along with some clientele right and she was like okay maybe this could work where i do this a couple days a week i do my mobile thing sounds really great right her husband was like why would you go rent the space like if you do continue to do mobile you keep 100% and i was like there's the piece that hubby's not not understanding is that the space comes with clients that she wouldn't have already had. So you're not even just paying for the space. Now you're paying for this already established practice, right? Mm -hmm. That has, you know, marketing has been done for you. There's a a certain reputation that already goes along with this name. Those things are so valuable. And so I really hate it when I hear therapists or other, you know, other people saying like, how is that worth it? It, You're getting just this room. It's no, it's not just the room. There's so much that comes along with it. So that's not thinking long game. No, it's not. And you've, you've got to think about those things. So if you're a therapist that wants to make a hundred percent, like, sure, I understand who wouldn't want to make 100%. But remember, 100% means you're also taking on all the risk and paying all the expenses. If you're going into a place where you can either, you know, rent or work off a split or whatever, where a lot of these things are taken care of for you. Yeah, there's so much benefit in that. And especially if you have other commitments, children, pets, volunteers, other other jobs, elderly parents, all of these things still have to have some some space in your life. Owning a business means you're working all the fucking time Mm -hmm. and i mean for me as well like you don't have to chase the money like whether i get paid or not you're she's my therapist is getting paid right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i mean there's billing issues and prescriptions needed and all these other aspects that you know 
they take up your day, they take up your energy. And so I understand why a lot of independent massage therapists end up not doing direct billing. They don't want to take that on because of all the headaches. Mm -hmm. However, we're in a society right now where Uber Eats, like we want everything at the drop of our hands. We don't want to work for anything. And so a lot of people have, if you don't offer it, they don't want to do it. And so, you know, it's kind of a happy medium where you still, you'll get your, your pay or whatever. And this is being taken care of on your behalf. So just trying to think outside of the box at the end of the day. I like it. And it seems that you've got the personality for that, right? And I think, you know, I hope hopefully a takeaway from this episode too is that not everybody does have the personality for that. And that's okay. I yeah. mean, her sweatshirt literally says gold digger. I just bought not gold, goal. Goal. I just bought both of my girls a journal that says gold digger on the front. And they don't even know why that's funny because they're little. <laughs> right. But it's I like this this energy that like Mark said, you're like a ball of energy, right? And I like this energy that I get off of you that you will get the work done. Mm-hmm. And so for therapists who, you know, want the opportunity to have some independence, but also can recognize that I can't do everything. I have other things going on in my life. This is sort of like a good happy medium, as you said, you know, you'll help them to be independent, but they're getting help. They're not 100% independent because there's so much shit that I don't think people realize so much shit that goes into running a business. 100%. So what did we learn today? We learned a bunch of things. We learned... That Mark is bossy. No, I'm no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if to recap. Some, something that we like to hear in, in a job post is, you know, how busy I'm going to be. I think that's yeah. a big po- part of that. Not yep. just how much money I can make per treatment, but be how, transparent. Busy, how busy I might, I, I might be. What else did we learn? We learned that you're going to do a networking event because networking events are a fucking cool idea, especially now that people can get back together in in mass groups and, and kind of COVID has taken a turn that way. I think people are also itching to get together in person yeah. and set up an event where, you know, it's a value to everybody. Yes. And then that way you can, you can shop around your stuff. What else did we learn? We learned that uh, this idea of, of, of a, of a working, you know, how did I put it? Because I'm stoned. I don't know how I put it before. Sort of a working mentorship. Yes, a working mentorship program where you learn hands-on how to, the ins and outs of running a, an establishment and you can also- While still while, getting an While income. still working there and getting yes. an income. We learned that that's a fabulous idea. It is a Fab- fabulous idea. Okay, you take over the rest of them because I'm stoned. I forget the rest. <laughs> what else did we learn today? I feel like you pretty much summed up the lessons and, oh, and the things. end of it oh, is- Oh, the virtual assistant? Yes. beautiful i love that idea because yeah. when one i would love to be confident in that the person that's answering my phones knows also them. knows the industry yes. and therefore they can answer questions and and point people in the appropriate directions and blah 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 blah, blah versus some yahoo oversees that's 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 your virtual assistant and if you hire a virtual assistant make sure that you know they're going to do their research my name is not susan <laughs> 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 if any of you heard this episode, you can see that I'm still not over it. <laughs> right on. Well, this is really good. Thank you so much for coming in. And anybody, for anybody who is listening that might be interested yeah, in picking your brain your or working with info. you, do you want to give them your socials, contact, anything like Looking that? for a job? Yeah, for sure. Like, So I'm on Instagram at Savon Massage. Uh, my website, www. Do people still say www? No? That's sure, why not? Yeah, yeah why not? Because it appeals to old folk like right? me. Right? That's right? it. Facebookers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, SavonMassageTherapy.com. Uh, 
647-822-0447. That's not a text number. Don't text me. That is the business number, but you can call that number. Uh, you will get me, uh, but don't text it. And yeah, I don't know what else. What other handles? I'm on Facebook. Cool. Yeah, this that's it. Savon Massage. Find Sophie. She will help you. I dig it. Thanks for coming by. This Thank was awesome. Thank you, guys. This was great. Didn't expect this, but... It's awesome. You guys are awesome. I can watch you guys. Get me a chair somewhere in the corner. This is great. This is better than TV. Oh, we get really boring as soon as the as soon as the microphones go down. <laughs> right on. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone purse.